Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be your storyteller for this game about living gods on the wrong side of the law. Joining me for this game is... Hey there guys, my name is Tyler, my pronouns are he, him, I'm going to be playing uh, Ricky, the fire-aspected street exorcist. Hi everybody, my name's Christina, I will be playing Elion. My pronouns are she, her, and Elion's pronouns are they, them. They are a water-aspected investigator. Hi, everyone. My name's Cody. Pronouns are he, they, and I play Amalar Divine, the air-aspected shady businessman. Hi, my name is Britt, and my pronouns are she and her. I play a wood-aspect named Rush Ferris, who has a ferret familiar named Zeke. Together, they specialize in archery, larceny, and dance. Hi, I'm Michaela Sheher, and I'll be playing Tirali of House Regara, an Earth-aspected leader of a small military force known as the Tyrants who cooks the books for the gang. And this is Exalted, Like a Dragon-Blooded, Act 2, Sins of the Family. Tarali and Ferris remain up in the tower with Matriarch Goestar Sorrow, letting the morning slip by as the realization sets in that Resh Balar is gone. I know that to the players of, of Exalted, there's the 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 knowledge that there are no resurrection spells here it's still a hard thing to grasp still a lot and i'm sure that throughout the course of the rest of this campaign resh ferris is going to be coming to terms with that in some way or another probably but right now She's almost got like a bounty on her head. There's a clock. There's a clock ticking. Oh man, I did not expect to be in these shoes. Crime princess. <laughs> yeah, let's be in a crime family. Do you know? Did never thought once that I'd have like a bounty on my head, being in a crime family and doing crime. And then you're like, oh shit, it's real now. It is. You three ladies up there. Uh, the other captains have already started going out uh, their own ways to start giving orders to the people on the ground, trying to organize things, trying to get things ready. So the only people inside of this inside of this office right now at this very moment are Resh Ferris, Regara Tarali, and the Matriarch. How do you all? I guess approach this situation do you guys have any ideas about what to do does ever is there like i don't know like a coming together moment like you know i didn't really think about it when i should have been thinking about it i'm sure ferris is probably like pacing and trying to find something to do something that's useful something that's helpful you know not just going to sit idly by but like she knows she can't leave. She knows everyone's out to get her. 
and she just lost her brother. So she's got, she's got to do something productive. But I don't know what that is. Raleigh, do you have anything uh, productive to help Ferris out with in this moment? Or are you more of just just kind of shocked by all this still? Um, I think the shock would have worn off given how much Torelli has seen and, you know, with the family and, you know, war stuff that she does. also, like, you haven't known Bilar very long at all. Yeah, so it's like, oh man, you know, that's that's a lot, but, you know, eh. (laughs) it wasn't my family. (laughs) Oof. I mean, in in the nicest way possible. Like, I'm still here to support Ferris and my my team, uh, but it's definitely not impacting her uh, as much as it is kind of the rest of y'all. Um, she's just trying to be as helpful as she can for Ferris. Um, probably using some of her speaking skills um and diplomatic skills that she has um to try to you know rally her a little bit and help get her to focus and hopefully ease a little bit of the tension so i guess that as you guys are pacing and time is passing um oh i guess that the other thing is um are you uh, Tarali, are you sending out any orders to the tyrants throughout the city? I feel like that's probably one of the first things she would have done, um, was to send word out for them to pass word along to the rest of them, little messenger style, to keep their ears out and to be information gathering and to pass it along to either uh, myself or anybody else that they see in our group. So if they were to see Divine walking down the street, they could like slip him information or Ricky or whatever the case may be. Um, just keep it an ear out to gather what we can. What? Okay, so I have not taken a proper good look at your character sheet in a hot minute. Um, what are your good um, social stats, like the the skills, or I'm sorry, the abilities? Um, let's see. So for social stuff, I've got like a four in charisma. Okay. Uh, five in intelligence, five in bureaucracy. <laughs> oh, you know what? I forget. I always forget that you have a five in bureaucracy. A five in presence. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, I believe you also have something. Do you have anything in socialize or war? You mean my five in war? <laughs> okay, so, no, so nothing in socialize then. Uh, I got two in socialize. I got a little something. Okay. My question for you then is, is Tarali treating this situation the way that a general would treat it? Like, are you like, giving orders and commands and like kind of laying down the strategies to your runners, or are you just kind of being like, are you trying to like inspire your people through like presence and kind of like keep it less militarized? 
100% militarized. <laughs> she she passed okay. along the word. She is treating this like a battlefield and her people are out on the battlefield and she's trying to coordinate that way. In that case, and I think that this might be one of the first times we've had to roll this, could you please give me a charisma and war roll? And if you have any charms that let you uh, up dice or anything, please let me know. And if you obviously want to, uh, uh, you, you already described kind of like how that you're getting runners and everything going. So I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you an extra two dice for that. Imagine like while everyone's like just kind of sitting around trying to figure out what to do. Tarali's just taking up the stance of, okay, now you go do this. You go do that. You make sure if you see this person, you trip them. And like just barking orders to all her tyrants. And they're just like, yes, 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 yes. And just going. Reminder, is the supplemental the one that I can just use kind of like whenever with other stuff to add on? Yep. Cool. So then I have tactics mean everything, which allows me to add dice to war rolls and re-roll sixes until they cease to appear. We'll spend four motes. Okay, so with four motes being spent, you're rolling an extra four dice. Uh, plus those two that I gave you. Uh, Plus for, my nine for four charisma five war, which puts us at fifteen. Should be. Mm -hmm. And then you get to re-roll three sixes. And one more six. What the actual that that was the exact opposite of a medicine roll there, Michaela. I try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. So that's six, eight. 10 successes that you got on your on your war roll. This will have some effect coming into play uh, as the day goes on. Uh, basically, they're uh, they, they were already command five, so they already had a uh, they're already intensely loyal to you. But you giving these very hyper specific orders and making sure that everyone is like in the know and moving about the way that they are supposed to. Um, I'm going to be giving you some uh, bonus stuff uh, as the day goes on. Okay. Um, essentially, uh, they will be coming back with information. Um, and it's, and it's going to be good information. As they are coming and going, and as you leave, as you let the last runner go through, um, the door closes and you hear him. Uh, you hear whoever that the last runner was kind of uh, go, oh, excuse me. And they like go towards the elevator as the door closes, as they talk to someone in the and in, in the aisle that is that comes up and gently knocks on the door. Shit. I guess when someone knocks on the door, Ferris is going to like. Go to like hide without like hiding hiding like I mean she does have her own room here yeah so she's probably just gonna go to her own room close close the door mostly but like leave it peaked that way she can kind of listen in see who it is okay um 
do uh, does Tarali go to check at the door uh, within the next ten seconds? I would say. Uh, being as in tuned as she is with her men, she would probably use her deep listening palm for five minutes, which is a little simple charm, just to be able to uh, sense through the door kind of who's on the other side. I'm sure I probably would have given them like a, a code word or something. I'm going to let you know you do not have to spend those moments. Okay. Uh, as you kind of like wait a moment and listen and kind of think about doing that, you hear from the other side is another uh, knock happens. It's like, hey, yo, Star family, are you all home? I'm looking for my boy Ricky. As you all hear the sound of uh, Manami on the other side of the door. Uh, then, yeah, I'd go ahead and open that door within those 10 seconds. Okay. Uh, you open up the door, and uh, Manami, who I believe is shorter than Tarali. I can't remember if Tarali was, like, short or if she was tall. I'm so sorry. If I recall, she was, like, stockier, but let me double check. I've always imagined Tarali as, like, a warrior woman for some reason. Like, yeah, she was medium build, uh, shorter in stature, but like, I want to say she was around the like five, 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 six, like, okay, not impressive, but, oh. but <laughs> she, yeah, built she, like she, Floyd Mayweather, not an Amazon warrior, though she kicks ass like one. Her small aerodynamic frame is how she does the flying kicks. Um, yeah, she, she, she's not built like Wonder Woman. She's just built like woman who kicks ass. Like a tank. Like a tank. Manami is of relative average height. He's probably closer to like Ricky's height and everything. And he looks to Tarali and goes, Hey, Tarali, it's ni- how nice to see you. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I, I was coming by to, uh, r- wish, wish Ricky and the rest of y'all a uh, happy new year. And he kind of like goes to step inside since you've opened up the door. Uh, they have all left trying to sort out a little mess we seem to have stumbled in. A little mess you seem to have stumbled in? What kind of mess did you all stumble in? Did you you all step in some Desert Basilisk shit? I heard that that shit gets... You cannot get it off. It is the worst. He, uh... You notice, um, without even having to roll anything, there is a distinct smell of alcohol around him. He might be... He might have been drinking a lot. It's a little early in the morning to be hitting the sauce, right? Mm, more like a little bit late at night. Listen. When it's the day of endings, it's bad luck for a restaurant to start their new year with wine and beer from last year. So I've been working on finishing it off. And, you know, I couldn't find Ricky to help me polish it off, so, uh... I had to do it by myself, and, uh, uh, what's his nuts, uh, uh, Casa came along, too, helped out. Big guy really helped out. Oh, and Mountain, too. Okay, I mean, I feel like she'd just be kind of taking 
all of this in, like, kind of sad eyeing, like, okay, and? Well, is it just you holding down the fort? Am I just going to wish you a happy new year? Where, where's Ricky? Where's, uh, where, where, where's the little lady? Where's, uh, where's your matriarch? I want to go and do my dues. He's kind of like, he's kind of stumbling and like, he kind of, I don't want to say he tries, I don't want to say that he tries to get past you so much as he kind of uses the wall to like support himself and kind of slides along it. Uh, When he starts like sliding in to the room and whatever. Ferris will just kind of slowly open the door a little wider and like peek her head out and like Zeke will pop his head out of her blouse too and just like both kind of stare in Minami's direction with like a very questioning look. He as far as you all can tell he's too drunk that he he does not notice that Ferris has peeked her head out. He's just kind of focused on Tarali and kind of trying to Stay on his feet. So have you not heard any of like the recent troubling news or rumors about anything that's been going around? Oh, is it that one about how that we don't have any money left because someone stole all the all the monies? Yeah, I heard that one. I I own a restaurant. People love food. I'll make money. So you didn't hear about Rush Villar, you know, getting 86. No. Villar got hit. Um, he just kind of like looks down and has like this. Like it's taking a while to process what that you just said. He just kind of has like this. look. I know that look. Oh man. How's uh how 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 how's the little flower taking it? No, not so hot. Not not so good. No, I, I, I don't imagine so. That's uh that's terrible to hear. Just just terrible. Uh, Ferris um, will Michaela. sneak out further, by the way. Um, to let you know, the role for perception plus socialize. It is not investigation. Uh, investigation is, can be used that way. But it is normally, uh, for everyone else who's not a super genius like, uh, like Elian, uh, it is... Perception and socialize. Um, so to let you know, um, if you have any charms and socialize to help out with this, um, Manami's Guile is uh Manami's Guile is a four. Damn. Because he's super powered. Um Tyler did spend the XP to make this guy a lot more powerful than he should be. He's super powered. He he does have 10,000 stakes flowing through his blood. That's why I'm glad that uh, 
He's on our side. Would I, since I am treating uh, this like a battle command center, get any bonus for my specialty and awareness for battlefield awareness to add on to this perception and social skill? Okay. Let's see what you roll. Yeah. As whatever that Manami's selling, you're picking up. Whether or not that he's being truthful, you cannot tell. What you do know is he's drunk. It's the first day of New Year's, and he really wants to wish everyone a happy New Year. Uh, Ferris is going to come out of her room after watching everything go on with Minami, and she's still going to be cautious about it. Um, and she'll like have Zeke kind of hop down and off off to the side that way. If something happened for whatever reason, he wouldn't get hit. Um, mm-hmm. And she'll just kind of make her way to an area that's like away, but still visible. Okay. Question. Since I gave Michaela the option, I'm going to give it to you too. Do you also want to roll an insight check on him? Um, you said it is... Perception and socialize. Do you not trust your boy, who you all saved from prison, who he owes you his life? Look, my arrows, or what looks to be my arrows, were in my brother. I don't think I can trust anyone right now, except for, like, the select few people that were around me. Not even herself. Okay. Uh, If you want to go ahead and roll it, uh, you can. It wouldn't hurt. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Perception and socialize. Oh, look at that. I rolled the same amount of... uh, Dices to Raleigh. We're doing, but I got oh. four successes. <laughs> you did so much better than me. <laughs> and that's how it's done. And that's how you incite someone. We'll just say that Tarali was just too distracted with all the orders and everything going on through her mind, trying to make sure everything's good. And Ferris is just like. I must look at everybody. Yeah, we'll we'll totally go with that because I was, you know, I'm probably biased since he was my prison contact. That that that's all. You know, you know, but you don't know him as well. And like I said, you're distracted. You got so much going on. You're thinking about what your people are doing. So you just couldn't quite get the reading off of him. Um. With four successes, uh, matching his guile, something seems a little off about him. Is it the drink? Maybe. Is it the way that he's walking and stumbling around? Maybe. He is a little drunk. It's a little hard. It, it, It is sometimes easier and harder to read people who are drunk. You never know where they're going to go with it. But because of this, Ferris, I'm going to actually let you get a perception and awareness roll. So please go ahead and roll that as uh, something is about to happen. 
uh, from Manami. Oh, no. Hopefully it's just him, like, puking and nothing bad, but uh, here we go. Four successes. With four successes, it is enough to notice that he is coming at you from the wall. He pushes off of the wall and stumbles forward. He falls at your feet. And I'm going to make a roll for him really quick. Oh, God. Damn, those sixes. Britt, what is your, uh, what's your dodge rating? Go down to the alleyway. Where Elyon is investigating and doing what that they have built themselves to do. So what am I looking at? The alleyway itself currently has what could be essentially put down as a couple like a couple of the Tricons uh main guard is here. There's uh there's a lot more horses around this area than uh than is Normal, even for Chiroscuro. There are a few people who that you recognize as members of uh, of the criminal family, and even a few people who that you would uh, you can kind of see like with a cursory glance who are uh, clearly guild members, though you don't know like how high up on the totem pole that they are. They're just kind of wearing like the the, the badges of, of of their station. Uh, there's a guard uh, that is basically blocking your way into the alleyway uh, to observe the scene in any way. Uh, he's a he's a fairly large guy uh, who is wearing uh, chainmail and has a scimitar at his side and has a uh, veil that is obscuring his face that has a bunch of. Uh, trinkets and baubles on it uh, that are mostly um, animal teeth or animal bones from uh, what you can assume successful hunts that he's done. Uh, could I assume that they're uh, Delzin, potentially? Oh, absolutely. Just by that dress alone, yes. Okay, I assume with the facial mask and the facial veil and everything, I just wanted to make sure. It is uh, it is essentially the warrior equivalent of what that your contact has, whereas your contact has um, like jewelry and like bits of script uh, woven into his veil. This guy has like trophies of his hunt. Uh, can I see anything past him or past the people like what they're doing at the scene? Anything that stands out in particular? Um, without any kind of role, um, you're kind of just seeing the people hustling and bustling in, in the alleyway where that, uh, everything went down in kind of that, in that way that is given, that is clearly they are giving more respect to this murder 
happening in town than they have to probably most murders that happen in this town. It, uh, it isn't every day that a prince of the earth gets offed. Is there anything else you want to add description wise? Not right now. Okay. Uh, so Elian's going to approach this guard and look them in the face. Excuse me. I need to pass so I can investigate the scene. You are going to pass. I have been ordered not to let anyone that isn't the esteemed Tricons investigator pass. Well, I do not work for the Tricon. However, that is my boss that was murdered over there. So I think, considering the circumstances, and I worked for him in his investigative department, you might be willing to make an exception? Or is there someone I need to speak to above you that will allow me to pass? He thinks about it for a moment, stroking at the small uh, goatee that kind of curls at the end and looks to you and give me a, I would say either social, I would say socialize or presence would probably be the one to go with. I want to choose socialize between the two. Yeah, I mean, you're not exactly uh, inspiring him or anything. I will let you know if you want to throw anything else at it. Uh, he has a resolve of... Uh, he's an elite Tricon guard. He has a resolve of four. I don't think I have anything, I don't think I have anything that's going to help, but... Do you have any specialties? So the socialize that I have is not the specialty for it. It's just a permanent friend. It's the friends to all nations attitude, which I do not think would apply here because I, I live in this culture. So it doesn't behoove me to gain a specialty in literally my culture here. Do you not have a specialty in your culture? I, I don't have anything in socialize. No, I like three dots in socialize, but the only thing I have, like, I don't have a specialty for Chiaroscuro or Delzin or anything like that. So, like, since it, that's a permanent, um, and you well, can have a, as it, many. What, what it is is you you spend an hour exposed to any culture or social group, and you get right. a very socialized specialty in it. Right. But you can have as many specialties as your essence, which means that if you wanted basically that because the charm is permanent, that specialty stays there until you replace it with a new specialty. So, like, if you're in town, you know, you're going to be working with. You're probably going to be working with Delzin or Chiroscuran people. Why would and you have three specialties that you can potentially have? Why wouldn't you have it? Okay, I didn't know if that would work that way or not. Oh, yeah, since, since it's a permanent charm, it absolutely does. Okay, so then it's reasonable that I would have uh, Chiroscuro and Delzin in there, since those are the most populous in town, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, because Chiroscuro and Delzin are technically two separate things. Technically, yes. Okay, well then if I have that... Um... That will give you an extra die. Yeah, so that gives me seven dice then. And then was this one just uh uh since you did pretty good roleplay with that, uh I will give you an extra two dice. 
And then a willpower was an automatic success, right? Yes, but you can only spend one willpower. That's fine. I'll spend one willpower. Ooh. So botching in this system gets a little weird. Because technically a botch happens anytime you roll more ones than you uh, got successes. But you got four successes with the willpower, so you're technically even. So I'm going to actually grab a term from... uh, from I think it's like V20 or something like that, where this is like a messy success. Uh, basically, what that means is, is that you're going to get him to let you in, but there might be consequences to that. That's fine. I'll, I'll even look to him while, as he's thinking. If you need to escort me in here or have someone escort me, that's fine. With four successes, but a few uh, ones in there, he looks down at you and goes, I will vouch for you when the investigator gets here. You may accompany the investigator when they uh, arrive. Would you like me to wait here until they do? Yes, please do that. Okay, I am more willing to cooperate. I just want to make sure that proper guys get on this and certain things don't get swept on the rug. As you can understand, I'm sure... This is very important that this gets solved and the proper people are punished for murdering someone of this importance. While that I do not believe in the faith of the realm, uh, we still do consider it bad luck when someone who is blessed by the dragons is murdered. It is an ill omen. Indeed. Murder in general is an unfortunate thing of this realm. So the both of you kind of speak for a little bit uh, or just sit in or just stand in silence. Both work for him. Just kind of do small talk unless it looks like it's interrupting their work. He's a guard and he's fairly good at his job. He keeps his head on a swivel. You do see him stop a few people from going in, uh, including some of the lower ranking uh, members of the crime organization. Uh, Anyone of note? No one from uh, y'all's house. And lower ranking meaning like no one who's like a dragon blooded. What, uh, so if they're from our organization, but not specifically from our house, uh, what houses are they a part of? Is it recognizable? I want to know who sent who over here to like peek at the shit. You have, Elian has eidetic memory, correct? I do. I figured you would. I'm going to have you make me a perception and alertness roll. This is going to be at a fairly high difficulty. Uh, It's actually going to be a difficulty six. Do you mean mean awareness? Yes, awareness. I keep... I I, I literally saw it and went, no, it's clearly alertness. Um, okay. So I am going to burn some essence on this too, if I may. Please. So I'm going to burn four um, moats 
to get two successes. Um, and then because I'm using the excellency for it. And then because I'm doing that, I can add, yeah, I get, I get four, two success automatically. You said perception and awareness. Mm-hmm. Oh, also I get an automatic success because of uh, eidetic memory. So I have three automatic successes going into this. All right. So you said you had three automatic successes going into this, and then you just rolled another three. Okay. The main people that you notice coming and going are people who were specifically of the Resh family. Like they are they were lower ranking members of the Resh family. There are others who come by who you know are part of the families but you don't know which clan that they belong to or which house that they belong to. But since you have eidetic memory, um, if you were to run into them again, you would be able to like, and like not have a conversation with them, but like if they like showed up and like you were having like a meeting with like the matriarch of another family and this mook came in to like pour tea, you would immediately recognize them. Noted. Anytime that it would be, I don't want to say obvious that this person works for them, but basically like you don't, you kind of have like a catalog of like people who are coming and going and basically being turned away. It takes maybe 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes before a, uh, an older gentleman, uh, comes in. Uh, he stands at about, 510 uh he has graying hair that is uh cut short he's wearing very ostentatious gear it looks like that he has like uh he has on like lamellar armor that is very clearly like made of some kind of steel with the uh the pauldrons are shaped like a uh like it, like ox dragon heads. And then he actually has like a billowing green cape behind him. So he comes up, he comes walking up and despite him having armor on, you see no, uh, you see no obvious weapons on him. And despite him also wearing armor, he does not seem to be an extraordinarily strong looking fellow. But he still walks with a uh, bit of grace and. Uh, I don't know, presence, I guess. And he looks to the guard and uh, he gives a uh, he gives a salute to him. And kind of like puts his hands on his shoulders and and just kind of goes. My good sir, the investigator is here. Please let me through. And the guard nods and looks to you and just goes. We, uh. We have a friend here who is also an investigator. Wish to see the body said that they were a friend of theirs. Um, I told them they could come through with your, uh, with your permission. I don't. And the guy kind of turns and looks to you with this like 
with a winning uh, pearly white smile and he sticks out one of his hands and he and he uh, and he tells you and he introduces himself. Uh, Hello. Nice to meet you. I'm Vanif Seek. How are you? Can you spell that for me, please? C.I.Q. Oh, and Vanif is. Uh, V.N.E.E.F. If I remember correctly. Yes, but there's a uh, apostrophe after the V. Uh, Elian is going to look at them, bow their head a little bit, and then hold their hand out to shake their hand. Uh, greens, my name is Renal Elian. That is, uh, unfortunately, my boss over there that you're going to investigate. He looks... He nods for a moment, looks looks you over and goes, I see your boss. Well, then we certainly can't have you investigating him. You, there's clearly a... Uh, Conflict of interest? Yes, exactly. You do realize that my input and knowing how our system works and how he is as a person and being a native of this area could also aid in this endeavor as well. It could, in fact, aid in this endeavor. However, you could also be feeding me lies and tainting the information that I get from understanding your culture. Or his culture, I should say. May I ask you a question? You may. How long have you lived here and worked in your position? And I would say as a person who generally does not like to lie or be lied to, um, I do expect the same from someone in my same profession. Well, Renal Elian, I have not lived in Shearskuro very long, but I have taken in the culture as best as a man of culture may. I, and he kind of takes a hand and like pushes it through his whitening locks, and am a gentleman investigator. A gentleman detective, if you will. So how long have you been doing gentlemanly investigating? Why? For the entire 50 years that I've been uh, blessed by the dragons. Interesting. Does he look like he is of... You know what? Screw this. Uh, Can I do read intentions on him? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, What kind of intentions are you trying to read? I want to know if he's just bullshitting me. If he actually knows what he's doing or if he's just someone put here to kind of like placate an investigation, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, I don't know if I get anything. Cause it, so read intentions. I have it listed up here as perception and socialize. I don't know if I get anything from my enhanced sight with this since it's visual perception, but I am kind of like evaluating him. Give me a reason to let you use your enhanced sight and I'll let you know. Uh, essentially, typically people are like, lying or just don't know what the fuck they're doing they have obvious like cues of nervousness or anything that might seem off with the way they're addressing someone who is questioning their ability to do something so like if he has any like facial like tics that are of like oh you're you're questioning me Uh uh-oh so what read intentions is going to do is read intentions allows you to go versus their guile and basically, you can either I can give a brief description of what that he wants out of this interaction, or you can try and hang on to try and figure out an intimacy is the other way that read intentions is used. 
Hmm, that's that's juicy. Hmm. If I roll high enough, could I get both? Um, if you can double his guile, then sure. Okay. Um, and if I can't, I think I want to know what intimacy. Okay, so you know I love playing off of people's intimacies. So if you want to know an intimacy, then what that you need to tell me is what kind of intimacy that you want to try and discern. I don't just give them out. No, that's fine. I guess so. He so he works for the Tricon. He's told to be the Tricon's investigator. Yes. Yes, uh, and and to be clear on this. Um, uh, one of the things you can do is you can kind of just ask me like, like a- as an example, like you could say, does he love anything? Like, I, I know that's not like something that would work for this, but this is a- an example and or anyone. And like I go, he has an intimacy of love, so it is valid. But if you ask me a question that's like, I don't know. Does he want to murder me? And and I'd be like, he doesn't have an intimacy involving violence. So that's not a valid intimacy. So I'm not even going to ask you to roll it. Cause I love fucking with people's intimacy so much. It's so fun. Could it work of like, if he has any personal stake in this investigation, will that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I will. Yeah, I will. I will give you that. Okay. That that is a valid intimacy to try and ping off of. Okay, and then my next question. Let me mark this off because I didn't do that. Um, did you say I could use the enhanced sight sense for this? Um, with the way that you are describing it, yes. Okay. So, and then because I don't like this guy, um, and this is socialized, I get another dice right for this the friends fall nation specialty uh he is specifically not chiaroscurin oh mm, interesting good to know Uh, you know what he is he's realm i know oh is i have a weird question uh Hmm. what language is he speaking uh he's speaking uh fire tongue okay i just want to make sure he's speaking a very perfect fire tongue by the way Oh, you know, I should probably tell you what his guile is. Uh, so to keep in, to to remind you all about how the social stuff works and defenses and that kind of stuff is um, the exalt does not have to be aware that they are um, being read to like basically use like integrity to up their guile or whatever. It just kind of like it's one of those like natural things that happens. This motherfucker is going to have like a guile of five or something. Uh, no, it's not that low. Thank you for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you liked what you heard, why not leave a review or tell a friend about us? It helps get the good word out about the work we put into this show. If you wanted to ask us any questions, you can contact us through Twitter at a pair of dice lost or email at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com. The theme song for this game is Dragon Dance by Raphael Crux, used under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I saw that cool thing you did, so have some stunt dice. <laughs>